Dialogue 6 of Dialogues of the Gods by Lucian, translated by Howard Williams. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Dialogue 6 Ixion makes love to Hera. Hera and Zeus. Hera, read by phone. Zeus, read by Scotty Smith. This Ixion, Zeus, what sort of character do you take him to be? A good kind of man, and a boon companion, for he would not associate with us had he been unworthy of our table. But he is unworthy of it, for he is an insolent fellow, so let him not live with us any longer. Of what insolence or injury has he been guilty, pray? For I ought to know, too, I think. Insolence? And what else? I blush, however, to mention it. Such was his daring impertinence. Yet that is the more reason you should tell me, in proportion to the baseness of his attempt. Surely he has not attempted anyone's virtue, has he? For I understand the disgraceful conduct to be something of a kind which you would shrink from telling me. On mine and no one else's has he made his assaults, now for a long time past. At first I was ignorant of the reason why he kept staring fixedly at me, while he would sigh and secretly drop a tear. And whenever, after drinking, I handed the beaker to Ganymede, he would ask to drink from the very same place, and would take and kiss it between while, and put it to his eyes, and again stare at me. These actions I now began to perceive to be amorous signs. For a long time I felt ashamed to speak to you, and thought that the fellow would cease from his mad folly. But when he dared to make his advances to me in words, I left him still in tears and prostrate at my feet. And stopping my ears, not to hear even his insolent entreaties, I came away to tell you. Now do you yourself look to it, in what manner you shall punish the man. Is this the fine return the cursed villain makes to myself, even so far as to aspire to the favours of Hera? Has he become so drunk on our nectar? But we ourselves are the cause of these outrages, and are out of all measure philanthropic in making men our boon companions. They have some excuse, therefore, if, while drinking on equal terms with us, and beholding celestial beauties, and of a sort they never have seen on earth, overpowered by love, they eagerly long to enjoy them. Well, love is an intractable sort of creature, and governs not only men, but even ourselves sometimes. Of you he is certainly very much the master, and drives and leads you captive, dragging you, as they say, by the nose, and you follow him wherever he may lead you, and he easily transforms you into whatever he wishes. And in fine, you are a mere possession and plaything of love. And now I know well why you extend your pardon to Ixion inasmuch as you yourself had an intrigue with his wife, who presented you with that parathus of yours. What? Must you be for ever bringing up to mind those little trifles, whatever sport I have gone down to earth and enjoyed? 
"'But do you know what I have in my mind about Ixion? "'By no means to punish him, nor to expel him from our table, "'for that would be an uncourteous act. "'And since he is in love, and, as you say, falls to tears, "'and feels unendurable—' "'What are you going to utter, Zeus? "'For I am afraid you, too, are on the point of saying something impertinent.' "'Not at all, but let us form a phantom out of a cloud like your very self, "'and when the dinner-party is broken up, "'and he, as is highly probable as keeping his vigils "'under the influence of his passion, "'let us carry it and lay it down by his side. "'And this way he would cease to be plagued, "'supposing he had had what he wanted.' "'Get away with you. "'Plague-take him for indulging hopes beyond his station.' Put up with it, however, my dear Hera, for what terrible harm could you get from the counterfeit figure if Ixion shall have to do with a mere cloud? Yes, but I shall be supposed to be the cloud, and he will perpetrate upon me his foul purpose through the resemblance. Your objection is nothing to the purpose, for neither will the cloud ever be Hera, nor will you be a cloud while Ixion will only be deceived. But all men are so vulgar-minded and without good taste. When he goes down, he will probably talk big and recount to everybody that he has enjoyed the favours of Hera and shared the bed of Zeus. Maybe he will even assert that I am in love with him, and not knowing it was a cloud he was with, they will believe him. Then, if he should say anything of the kind, the wretch shall be thrown into hell, be bound to a wheel, and carried round with it forever and ever, and shall suffer everlasting torture, paying the penalty not of his love, for that surely is not so dreadful a crime, but of his loud boasting. End of Dialogue 6